beautiful people, welcome back to the Black Moment. I'm your host, the Black Shrek. And with me today, I have a digital nomad, a lover of nature, a kind-hearted, magnificent, awesome individual. I would want you to meet Jackie. Oh, hello. <laughs> thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. Yes, yeah. Jackie, um, within this couple of months that I've worked with you, mm -hmm. I tell you, in various ways, you have just blown my mind. Oh, thank you. I tell you, I tell you. <laughs> That's always so nice yeah. to hear. I don't know. I think sometimes you don't even realize which impact or which, uh, or what you do for people, you know? So it's always nice to hear that. Thank yeah. you so much. Really, I've, I've been thinking of ways to keep you with us here in Ghana. Yeah, I know. I heard that already. <laughs> yes. Yeah, maybe I come back. Um, you never know. Yeah, as in... We, we've, we've been planning all that out and um, we're <laughs> hoping that there's something that we can do to keep you here. And um, mm -hmm. we, we think there's another part of the world that is um, going to take you away from us mm -hmm. for a while. Um, we have in hopes and we know that we will get you back soon. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you, never, you never know, you never know. Sometimes you have to leave a place to realize that you really missed that place, exactly. you know? So. Yeah. Maybe this will happen. Yeah. <laughs> I, I will find tell you then. reasons to like come back to Ghana. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Today, I would want us to do something, something mm -hmm. different. Okay. From our last conversation. Mm -hmm. Our conversations are always deep. True. But then it comes to recording it, then it's a different thing. <laughs> yeah. <than that. laughs> I think like we're kind of nervous. It's like, okay. <laughs> That's something. But yes. I, I would first of all want to go down to your life mm -hmm. as a digital nomad. Okay. Um, yeah. And combining that mm -hmm. with service. Okay. Yeah, that's a good one. It's yeah. a good topic. So, <laughs> so take take us through the things that propelled you first to mm -hmm. to choose this path. When did you? come to that space that you made that decision mm -hmm. that this is what I want to do okay. for at least this time of my life. Yeah, I was thinking about this for a long time, a long time. I think when I was 17, I felt something that told me like you have to, or that tell me like you have to go out, you have to travel. But I don't know, it was like first like my parents and people around me, they were like, first you have to finish school. First you have to do that. First you have to do that. You need a job. And I was like, yeah, maybe they're right. Maybe I should wait. Mm -hmm. So I, I had this in my mind all the time. Like, it doesn't matter what I was doing. Like every job, there was always like, you wish us to travel. Don't forget that. Mm -hmm. There was like a voice in my head that always told me, that's your dream. You should do that. But I was like a bit fighting against it yeah. because like, I don't know, the expectations of the people and friends and family were different. So I never did that. But it was after a time I was so unhappy with what I was doing. I had a job. I had a great job. 
but I was not happy. Like people looked at me and they say, "Wow, you have a good job, you have an apartment, you should be happy." And I was like, "But I'm not. I'm not happy." That's because, not what your soul is yeah, for. Because my dream is to travel, and then I was like, "Okay, I don't care what the people are saying. I just do what I want." Mm. And that was, I think, like the life-changing point in my life, where I was like, "Okay, I don't care what you're saying, even if you're not." support me i would still do that because it makes me happy yeah. and when i was so from 17 until 24 i think almost seven years and when i was 24 i decided okay i quit my job i quit my apartment i sold everything i had so i just have my backpack right now i don't have anything else <laughs> and um then i started traveling it's like two years ago now and I was never so happy before, never. I don't have much, like I just have my backpack and my clothes, but yeah, like I said, I was never happier before. It was yeah. definitely the right decision to yeah. do that. I love the way you talked about happiness. Mm -hmm. And um, it reminds me of this quote that success does not bring you happiness. Happiness brings you success. Yeah, that's so true. Like I... when you do the things that you love, you become successful. Yeah, that's so true. I think I even realized that during when I was like traveling, because when I traveled first, I had a plan, like what I want to do. But after a while, I realized I don't even need a plan. Things just come my way. I don't have to plan it. And everything was always a success, like you said. I, I was not planning it. it. And everything made me so happy. And back home, when I had my job, Oh, I was working hard and nothing ever worked out and I was like, how, how is this possible? And yeah, and now it's the different way, like yeah. you said, everything comes my way. And even like meeting you here, having this podcast, I never ever thought about it. <laughs> I went to ask you ago, do you think you will be on a podcast one day? I would be like, no, <laughs> never. And now I'm here. So everything works out so, so well. Yeah. yeah. I, I... I totally concur to that. What was people's reaction mm -hmm. when you packed your bag, told them you're selling off your stuff mm. and leaving home? What mm -hmm. were their reactions? Why? Okay, so <laughs> my friends were really happy for me because I was talking about this for such a long time. So I think they were like, oh, finally, <laughs> she's going. <laughs> and they are they were, tired of hearing yeah, you. They were tired. <laughs> but yeah, they were, they were really happy for me. Yeah. And they were supporting me. But my family, uh, they were not really happy about it. Yeah. Especially my mom. She was like, I should not go. Just take a longer vacation. Mm -hmm. Keep your job. Keep your apartment. Um, you will be more safe like here then you're going out, like traveling the world. And more family members were like, don't go, please don't go. And then they started texting me messages and in these messages were like examples what could happen to me. Like I could get sick, I could have accidents. They really took their time to figure out things that could happen to me. And that shocked me, <laughs> like they really wanted me to they, they wanted to scare me mm -hmm. that i will be afraid and i said okay i will stay at home so 
that's where I decided, okay, I have to cut the contact with that family members because I don't need that bad influence in my life right now. Like making this decision is hard enough already. Selling everything, quit my job, say goodbye to my friends. It was also a hard time. Yes. So to really focus on my dream was hard. So I just cut off the contact to everyone that was against it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that helped. It helped. I just had the people around me that supported me. And um, so the reaction was not only good, no. Yeah. But I was, I would say I was strong enough and I just chose the right people around me mm. and during that time. Exactly. Yeah. I, I, I think most time they're not like trying to scare you, they're trying to protect you. True. And what yeah. they're trying to do they were doing it from their own place of fear. Yeah, that's so true. So they, they were trying to sell yeah. all their fears to you. Yes. And it's it's normal. Um, they say it's a survival instinct. Yeah, that's and true. They are scared that, okay, all of this might happen to you. This is why they never allow themselves. Yeah. But not only them, a lot of people. Mm. When I tell people about my story, for example, when I went back home to Germany last year, they were like, oh, I wish I could do that too. Or I wish I have done that also when I was younger. And I was asking myself like, but why not? Like, you could. It's Everyone can do it. Yeah. But I think fear is something that holds so many people back to live their dream or to live what they really want. Oh, it doesn't have to be traveling. It can be like a job you always wanted to do yeah. or just a hobby you always wanted to start mm -hmm. with. But there are always fears like, ah, oh, maybe it's not working out. Maybe this could happen, this could happen. And I think fear holds so many people back from yeah. living what they truly want to do. Yeah. So it will also hold them back to be happy, right? Mm -hmm. Like we talked before. Yes. So it's like a circle. Mm -hmm. So. So people who are staying mm. in their comfort zone, yes, it's the which they call zone. comfort zone, but in, in most cases, the mm. comfort zone is not comfortable. No, because it's not. You, <laughs> you, you, you just have years of mm. like moving yes. from that space yeah. to the unknown. Yeah. And in the unknown, there's a lot of possibility, which you are yeah. not opening yourself to. Yeah, it's, the unknown is good. Yeah. It's not that it will do something bad or hurt you you just have to step out and then see what will happen yeah. and when you do that with a positive mindset i think that's also really important yeah. good thing will happen i'm very sure mm -hmm. so i think it helps to question like why do i have these fears for me i realized when i was waiting for such a long time uh, to start my world trip it was also fear of course it was so I had like excuses yes. <laughs> why I can't go this year. It was money, it was the job, but in the end it were excuses. So, but there was a point where I was so unhappy that I was like, no, no excuses anymore, I will go now. So, and this is the point where you, you have to listen to yourself and think about are these excuses or are these like reasons? But most of the time are just excuses. You could always start. There's mm. this. Um, saying that I think, yeah, it's actually from the book, um, The Four Agreements, mm -hmm. and it's like, it goes like this. In your whole life, nobody has ever abused you 
like you have abused yourself. Yes. So, exactly. <laughs> from the book, The Fourth Agreement, mm -hmm. which you have also read. Yes, it's this, an amazing book. Yeah. <laughs> I recommend everyone to read it. And the funny story is when I was in Hawaii, yes. uh, was it, I think two years ago, um, someone already recommended that book to me. They said, you should read that. It will change your life, like two years ago. But then I was reading another book. I was like, yeah, yeah, I will read it. And two years later, it came back to me <laughs> through someone I met thinking body she was having uh, she had the book with her and she was like that book is so amazing you should read it and i was like oh true i should really read it it comes back to me all yeah, the time yeah. i think now i should read it yeah. and it's amazing i love it Said, everyone should read it <laughs> no one has ever abused you like you have abused yourself that's what don roy said yeah what do you really think about this I think it's so true. It's hard to hear that. I think when you hear the sentence, you're like, wow. <laughs> but when you think about that, it's so true. Because think about the way you talk about yourself mm -hmm. sometimes and how strict you are with yourself. Um, the words you use to speak to yourself. Mm. I don't think that you would use these words to a friend. Never. Mm. Or uh, even what you allow people like how people treat you i think it's so true and we should think about that like how do i speak to myself yeah. because i think that's also the book saying because how you treat yourself uh it's also the way you allow other people to treat yourself like yeah. if you speak in a very bad way to yourself for example about your body you don't like your body and you're always like oh i don't like that i don't like that uh, you also allow people to talk about like about your body like this because That's they're true. like, oh, yeah, I think they're right. Yes. <laughs> I was thinking like that too. So, yeah, I I think that sentence is something also everyone should think about. Yeah. And um, yeah. I I I feel we have this negative talk mm. because of the things that we hear from our environment, the things that mm. we allow to like just go on within our environment. I, uh, this would take me the, mm. back to what the, the black moment slogan is. Yeah. Learn, unlearn, relearn, evolve. Yeah. And I feel when you talk about learn, mm -hmm. it's, Learning those four agreements because those yeah. four words, learn, unlearn, relearn, evolve, yeah. are actually four stages yeah, of consciousness. Okay. Consciousness yeah. that's it's like four stages of conscious growth yeah. for me that everyone has to like pass through. Mm -hmm. For everyone that wants to get to that state of deep immersion, yeah. you have to go through these four stages. Learn, yeah. Unlearn, unlearn those beliefs, um, beliefs mm. those hold agreements. Yeah, beliefs that you have from your childhood, from uh, your parents yes. when you grew up. But are these really your beliefs? Mm -hmm. Is this what you're really thinking, what you really want in life? Because most of the times it's not. Yes. <laughs> because like I told you before, my parents want me to have a good job, a good apartment. That was the belief I was also growing up with, like, I think almost everyone, you should study, have a job, 
but I realized this belief is not what makes me happy so I questioned that belief so yeah it's so so important to first figure out what are my beliefs yes. and what are the beliefs I was growing up with mm -hmm. also beliefs uh, from from I don't know social media from the community I was growing up with from friends we're influenced in so many ways in so so many ways and I think especially today sometimes it's really hard to listen what you really want and like you said most of the times it's also negative things yeah. you hear and yeah. that's also something you should keep away from you yeah, <laughs> yeah. and and then the relay Mm -hmm. I I believe the relearn for me is doing. Yeah. When you learn, now you're aware of those things that you need, the new habits you need to learn. Yeah. The new habit you need to develop. You're aware of that. Yeah. And the awareness of that will take you to the next step, which is the unlearn, which is mm. then recognizing the habits you need to break. Yeah. Those negative habits you need to break. Yeah, exactly. So... Then the third aspect, which is mm. relearn. And relearn is doing. Yeah. Going forth and practicing them. Because as you practice them, those old habits will still show up yeah. once in a while. Yeah. And as they show up, you have to then find ways mm. to start dealing with them and making sure you're getting them out of your way. And then you become better at it. And mm. then you go to the next stage, which yeah. is evolve. Yeah. Um, what I want to add to unlearn that it's a process like you have to be patient because when you think about how long you're living with that belief already maybe it's 20, 30, 40 years you're yeah. living with that belief it takes time to unlearn it and just because you're struggling sometimes or that beliefs come up sometimes don't give up yes. like don't give up it's, mm -hmm. it's a process it takes time and don't be too strict with yourself. Yes. So just allow yourself to also, I don't know, fall back sometimes. Um, but you will see a process. You will see it will get better and better. And yeah, and with time, then this belief will be like unlearned. Yes. Yeah, but it's a process. Yes, so and I think that is where the relaying then come in. Because mm -hmm. the relaying kind of puts you in a place of practice. Yes. Of doing yeah. Because you would always make mistakes, you would still fall back yeah. to those old habits. But relearning mm. is learning and learning again and again, yeah. and just doing it and doing it. Yeah. And the more you work more into the positive aspect, yeah. the lesser the negative aspect become. Yeah. And at a point, yeah. you attain a state of mastery yeah. in the habit. Then it becomes an embodiment of you. It's yeah. it, it, it's. It's another stage of learning where you, they, they call it um, mm. unconscious competence. Yeah, okay. So you are not doing it consciously, but you are doing but it. But you're doing that. You know? Okay. Yeah, and and it's, 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 it's like you're driving a car. Mm. When you, you, first of all, stepped into a car to drive, it wasn't that way for Oh, true. You were thinking, like, uh -huh, thinking a lot. Yes. Yeah, okay, no, but, I know But you when you have reached the state of yeah. mastery, you have done it on and on and on again. But you don't even think about it You don't it think anymore. about it any longer. Yeah, and this is yeah. what the beliefs, true. You don't even recognize that these are your beliefs. Yes. They're just inside uh -huh. of you. Yeah, true. Yeah. 
and right. and and when you get to that space of mastery mm-hmm. then it takes you to the final space mm-hmm. which is evolve mm-hmm. and evolving in the sense means becoming grounded mm-hmm. grounded that both the positive and the negative does not shake you any longer okay it gets you to the place of like a state of abandon the state where you you look at the situations mm-hmm. and you just know that this too shall pass mm-hmm. you look at what is happening around you and you are just in a meditative state yeah but i think this has also to do with trust right mm-hmm. like trust in life that everything is going to be okay yeah. that everything will happen for or happens for a reason and Yeah, that in the end you're going to be fine. Yes. I think trust is also a very important exactly. uh, point. Yeah. 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 And and trust in what? Trust, I would say trust in life. Uh-huh. Like if I trust in life, I know things for me I would say happen for a reason. Even if I don't understand why it's happening now, I know there is a reason. Yeah. And maybe I will understand it in two or three months. Then it will make sense to me. Then I will look back and say, okay, I know why this happened. So I always trust yes. the process. Yes, so trust in the process. Trust in the yeah. process. I, I, yeah. I, I love that because um, I think it was um, Steve Jobs' speech. Hmm. It was like, trust the process that you would never be able to connect the dot looking forward yes that's only per- be able to i love that that's, yeah that's exactly <laughs> what uh, what i think too in the end you will understand yeah. maybe not right now but in the future you will so just keep doing what you love to do yeah and in the end everything will yeah to come together. it will come together no, like, like no matter the part at which you choose mm-hmm. you will miss another Yes. So why yeah, don't you true. just, you know, <laughs> why don't you just choose your part and like yeah. follow your art and know it that you yeah. actually did something, you dare to do yeah. something that you love, yeah. something that you have always wanted yeah. to do. And I think most time we fear failure so much that we do not, we don't allow ourselves yeah. to shine. True. We don't allow ourselves to live. Yeah. And they say it that the only man that never failed is the one that never tried. They never tried. That's and, so true. And the man that never tried is the man that never lived. Yeah, that's true. I think this is something I learned during traveling, like having trust in life. This is a very big lesson I learned. I can give you an example where this is. I really was like, wow, you have to trust life. Yeah, it was I was I was in Canada and I was working in a it was a dog pension, like people that went for holidays left their dogs there yes. and we were taking care of them. And this space, it was not that nice. Like the um the owner was it was pretty mean to me, so I was not feeling good there. So I decided to tell him, hey, I don't want to stay here anymore. After two days, I told him I can't stay here anymore. And the plan was to stay there, I think, more than four weeks. And he got so angry. He said, you will leave right now. I don't want you here anymore. Pack all your things and go. And I was in Canada in the middle of nowhere. And I was like, okay. I I was crying. I was like, I don't know what to do. But his neighbor... 
Um, he drove me to a like a gas station. Um, he dropped me there, and I was like, okay, now I'm at a gas station, just with my backpack. I don't know where to go. Mm. I didn't have network. I was like, I was desperate. I was like, I don't know what to do anymore. Why do I travel? I hate that. <laughs> but then I started talking to the people at the gas station, like, can you please take me to the next city? I just need to go there. I'm sure we'll find a hotel there and then I will make a plan. And I think after 30 minutes, um, a family came to me. They were in the car and they were like, hey, what happens to you? Um, should we take you with us? Like, we're going that direction. I was like, yeah, that would be great. And I started talking to them, what happened to me, and that I'm a traveler. And then they said, okay, if you want, you can stay with us just until you know what to do and you figured out everything. And this family was amazing. They took me to their place. I had my own room and everything. They said, like, feel at home. And you, they, they didn't even know me before. They just gave me a room, they gave me their home. And they, I don't know, they took me to the to beautiful places in Canada. They showed me around, they cooked for me, like they said feel at home. And I was, this was the first time where I experienced that people give a lot, but they didn't expect anything back. Wow. Nothing. They just said feel at home, you're welcome and stay as long as you want. And I just met these people at the gas station wow. Wow. and I'm so grateful for this family yeah. and um, I don't know, they helped me in so many ways and I could figure out another plan why I was there. But this is where I realized, okay, it's so good that I was exactly at this gas station at this point because otherwise I would never met this amazing Same people. people. But that so. is because you did. Yeah. You did to like speak up for yourself. Yes. You did to like say, no, I'm not taking this. Yeah. And because of that, it opened the door. Yeah. And and, and I, I feel one, mm. um, kudos to that family. I mm. think um the world needs to like hear more of like stories like this. Yeah, they, because yeah. they are amazing people yes. everywhere in the world doing great magical awesome things yes. and everything we hear every day yeah. is the negative news true we just hear but something like that i mean yeah. these people are heroes yes i'm not kidding <laughs> they are. these are kind of the things that are supposed to like you know make the news yeah like we should have like things like these every day on the yeah. news a dose of that you yeah. know every day but it's it's sad that we we glorify the mm. negative things. Yeah, everyone that's true. is like you know so focused on that, and, and everyone is just talking about the negative. Yes, things. but yeah. we are not talking about our everyday heroes, yeah. those people that show kindness like every single yeah. day. I think this is the main purpose for the yeah. black moment. Yeah, to just and I really love that you shared that with us mm. i really love that you shared that with us so since you started this whole adventure of yours mm -hmm. in what ways do you think that this has given other people permission to let your light shine mm -hmm. um i think first for me it's always very nice to hear from people when they say oh you're really inspiring or 
I love what you're doing because for me sometimes I don't even have that feeling that I'm doing that because I'm just living my life, right? <laughs> I'm living my dream and it's so nice to hear that this is inspiring. Yes. Um, I think I didn't start that to inspire people. Mm -hmm. I think it's just happening yes. because I live my dream and I think people see that. They realize that I love what I'm doing, that I'm happy and like you said, I'm shining. Yeah. <laughs> um, And that's why it always makes me really happy. And it's like a big compliment to hear that I'm inspiring people. Um, and I think for people to even just see that it's possible and that is not that difficult, maybe even if they start thinking about that, that would make me so happy. Yes. Yes. <laughs> even if they start thinking, okay, what do I really want? Yes. I want also to live my dream, but mm -hmm. what is my dream? Yes. So, even to, if I reach that point where people start thinking about that, I will be so happy. Yes, because, and I think you've gotten yeah. there. You, 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 yeah. you, you're doing it, you're doing it. It's beautiful. Yeah. Um, what, let's say, let's go back to like um, the fourth agreement yeah. and pick up some things from yeah, there. Yeah. I, the, the, the first agreement is mm. actually... It has everything to do with words. Yes, like, words are so important. Like, choose your words wisely. Mm -hmm. Because words have a big impact on people. So maybe sometimes you just say something that comes to your mind and you don't even mean it in a bad way. But even, for example, I think they choose the example that you say to someone, oh, I don't like your voice when you're singing. Or, um, yeah, or maybe... It, it can even be like, um, I, don't, I don't like, I don't, or like we had this example, you added weight or yes. something like that. Maybe for you, it's just like, me saying it's just like this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're not really thinking about that, but that's the problem. Like when you're not thinking about that, it can influence someone for a lifetime. Mm. So maybe that people was already very insecure with their body. And if you say something like that, Maybe the people start stop wearing specific clothes or stop maybe to go outside or so it can really have a bad influence of, on yes. someone. And and, and, and I, I feel at the same time it is good that we have our own kind of positive talk. Mm -hmm. um, there's this Latin um, saying abracadabra and um, <laughs> I remember I found out that um, it means you create as you speak. Yeah, and that's true. our words are the power. Yeah, they have a and, lot of power. And yeah. in most cases, if you tell yourself that mm. you are not enough, Hmm. you start to carry yourself like you're not enough. Yes. If you tell yourself that you are not beautiful, hmm. you start to walk with your head down. Yeah, true. You start to... You will you know, show that. Exactly. Yeah. But when you change hmm. your positive, your negative talk into positivity, yeah. then you start to embody that. Yeah, so true. It's not only a, like how you say to other people, also how you speak to yourself. Yes. Yes. And um, yes. They, they, this way, my mom 
Always say this when she's not feeling fine. Yeah. Instead of her to say, "Oh, I'm sick." Yeah. She tells you things like, "I'm strong." I'm strong. I'm very strong. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, she takes it to that level. Yeah. She is a big fan of like positive talk. That's you so know? good. Yeah. Because it's so much better if you say to yourself, "I'm strong," than "I'm sick" or I don't know, "I don't feel good," right? Yes. So. It gives you something. It maybe it, it, I think it gives you more power because, like we said before, it has so much impact on you. The words mm -hmm. you choose. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And then the second agreement talks about you not taking things personally. Personally. Yeah. I think this is something. When I read that, I was like, oh, I have to work on that <laughs> because. Um, of course, when you're traveling, a lot of people tell you what you're thinking, what they're thinking about you, even without asking. Yeah. So, and sometimes I took the things very personally, and I was thinking about it for days. But then I realized, like in every country where I am, people have such a different opinion. Yes. And such a different point of view, so it doesn't make sense to take anything personally mm -hmm. because. Um, I just, for me, it's just suffering. Yes. <laughs> like, you know, think about this for days, mm -hmm. um, or even make me feel bad about the words they said to me. Um, why? Like this one person is saying that, but the other person has a completely different view. Yes. And so I think this is such a good agreement yes. to say, don't think anything personally, because in the end. It's just a point of view from that one person. Exactly. Nothing and, more. And in most cases, mm. what people say to you mm. has nothing to do with you. Yes, it has everything true. to do with them. It's just with it's yeah, it's their point of view. And sometimes they're just reflecting maybe their own issue or their own um yeah, their own thinking. Yeah, their own fears. Their too. own fears, yeah. yes. So. And, and, and and a lot of people have consumed so much negativity mm. that all they are able to see yes. is from that window from that, uh, of negativity. Yeah. yeah. And sometimes the reason why we take it personally mm. is because we are affirming that too within ourselves. Yeah. There's some fears within ourselves. That's why we're triggered by what they say. Yeah, that's yeah, true. That's so true. So <laughs> just imagine that I walk yeah. to you and be like, Jackie, mm. your purple hair is disgusting. <laughs> what would you think? Like, I mean, like, for now, because I already practiced a lot, like self-confidence and everything, so it would be like, that's okay. Yeah, but the truth is, <laughs> but, did you even think about what I just said? I said your purple, purple hair. Yeah, yeah. Do you even have a yeah, purple true. hair? Yeah, I don't even have purple hair. So the thing, so you know? It sense. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like, it's like, because uh, it, it doesn't make sense. That's... Yeah. But for you, it could be purple, right? That's the thing. <laughs> no. But that's so, the thing. Some people. But even then, have... for you, it's like I'm not even wearing a purple vest. Yeah, you know, it's like I'm not wearing. Yeah. There's something wrong with him. Yeah. Probably he's colorblind or so. Exactly. But if I would take this serious, maybe exactly. I would change my hair color tomorrow. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Like we taking things so personally yeah. in most cases, just put us in in unnecessary pain. Yeah. It is important that we are able to see situations and just know that see, 
not everything is about us and genius. And that's another thing. Yes. Like the world is like so big. It's not everything about us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that's something that also helps. Like to um, not only to see that ne- not everything is just about you. Mm-hmm. So people are not always against you. Yeah. Or, um, or for you. Of, yeah, of course, you know. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I think it takes us to the uh, the third one, yeah. which is assumption. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. it says, do not make assumptions. Yeah. Oh, this will take like save you a lot of energy. <laughs> so like, I also this happened to me recently. Like, I don't know what happened there. Um, I think yeah, someone told me uh, that. Um, a friend just told me something that this and this happened, but but I will tell you the rest on the phone later. Ah, this was terrible. <laughs> from I will tell you the rest later. Until we had this call, I had so many stories oh, in my head, like so many terrible stories where it could have happened, and all of these assumptions I had. Well, of course, worst case. So, <laughs> yeah. You know, it, everything was terrible. I already had tears in my eyes. Like, and it was just assumptions. And I was like, okay, I'm, I, I'm prepared for that call. Mm-hmm. So in the end, of course, it was something very simple, nothing bad. And I was like, oh, really? <laughs> but this day, until I waited to this call, took me so much energy. I couldn't work. I couldn't really think straight. I couldn't do anything until I had this call because I was busy making my my own stories in my head. Yes, yes. <laughs> so this yes. is so true. So so true. <laughs> oh god. Uh, yeah. I think we put ourselves through much so much pain. So much unnecessary living, pain. Yes, not mm-hmm. living in the moment. Yes. Like we are we are always either living in the past. Or thinking too much or about to, the future, yeah, like what future. if, what if, yes. what if, yes. instead of like being in this moment and enjoying the moment. Yeah. And the only thing this does to us is mm. steal our joy. Yeah, and steal the present. Yes. Like, we don't even realize where I where you are. And in now. most cases, just create unnecessary drama. <laughs> yes, yes, I like that. It's unnecessary drama. Yes, <laughs> that's true. Yes, and, yeah. and in, in in some cases, somebody just coming to you and saying you're stupid Hmm. and instead of you just assuming that he actually means that you're stupid Hmm. and taking it for that Hmm. why don't you kind of like go forward and asking the question of uh, what do you mean by that yeah you mean there's something I did that was stupid Hmm. or Stupid means something different. Yeah, asking questions is so exactly. important. Because so, this so is important. it. Um, I I have a lot of kids from the US come down, mm. and they use crazy in different ways. Mm. Oh, this is crazy! <laughs> yeah, okay, and down it. here, <laughs> it's like Being you are insane. Yeah, like okay, you know, okay, okay. and. People get mad at me and they're like, did she just call me crazy? Yeah. But that is not actually what What she meant. You're just assuming that she meant that. Yeah. She was just trying to say, okay, probably that is kind of 
awesome. Mm. Probably that is. Yeah, of course. It's like awesome. you know yeah, <laughs> the, the yeah, difference, yeah. or yeah. you know, she didn't think that could be it, mm. but. Not that you have lost your yeah, mind. Yeah. <laughs> so yes. sometimes yeah. assumption creates just too much drama. And yeah, I love a lot. that that yeah. he was able to talk about it. And then to the last one. Mm -hmm. Always do your best. Yes. I, I I take this personally majorly because <laughs> <laughs> I feel it's it aligns with mm -hmm. my essence. Yeah. You know, it aligns with my core value of putting mm -hmm. myself to everything I do. Like yeah. the moment my name is tied to it, mm -hmm. the moment I say yes, that I want to do this, I want to do it. Yeah. So it's like putting me into it. Yeah. And it gives me this this sense of confidence within me mm -hmm. when I go about doing anything I do. Yeah. It's like, yes, the moment I say yes to it, I am doing it. That's yeah. what the black shirt does. So, yeah. what is this for you? Yeah. I think, yeah, it's, I don't know, I think I, for me, it's like I always do my best. Yes. The, even if I know. I can testify to that. <laughs> <laughs> even sometimes if I know, okay, this task, ah. Uh, that's not really my thing, but yeah. I would just do my best. Mm -hmm. And in the end, I can say, hey, I did everything I can do. If yeah. you're not happy with that, that's okay for me yes. because I did my best. Yeah. You know, it's also something like having peace with me. Mm -hmm. So if someone... And just knowing that you're enough. Yes, it's something like that. Knowing yeah. like I did my best, I can't do more. Mm -hmm. If you're not happy with that, then hey, we can talk about it. I can try it again if you want, but I did my best. Yeah. So I think it gives you again it stops you from having this unnecessary drama again yes. like start having doubts and i don't know um i think if you start everything you do with that mindset you would not question yourself yeah you'll be like hey that's completely okay with me even maybe if you don't get the job or anything yes. you say hey i did my best then mm -hmm. it's just not meant to be that's okay yes. so it gives you some peace it's okay that's yeah. okay. It's okay. Yeah, like, I didn't okay. get the job. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was able to win at this. It's okay. Yeah. Um, things didn't go well. It's okay. Yeah. Just having that it's okay. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. I did my best. Yeah. That's, that's beautiful. So, if you would meet the 10 year old Jackie. The 10 year old. Oh, okay. <laughs> what would you say to her? Okay, first, one big lesson or one thing I would say is like, trust life. Mm. Like everything will come at the right moment. Yes. Just trust life. This mm. is something I would say. Um, then follow what you want, not what other people expect from you. Mm. Like figure out what you want and then go for it. Like this is something I would tell wow. her. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Those are deep. Those are deep. Yeah. Yes. I'm, I'm going to pick those two up <laughs> and tell them to my 10 year old daughter. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I am like putting those two yeah. sentences and like putting it on the front of a wardrobe <laughs> so she sees it every, every single day. day. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing. Oh, thank you for having us. me. It's always so much fun talking I with you. you. <laughs> I love yeah, it. Yeah. My beautiful people, 
Yeah, we've come to the end of this episode. Share with us your thoughts, ideas on what you would want us to talk about next time. But don't forget to subscribe to The Black Moment. See you next time.